Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Socially Savvy, broadcasting live here at Gunnar Nordstrom's Gallery in Bellevue. I'm your host, LB Duchess, with co-host Jason. <laughs> We're gonna laugh now. <laughs> He's like correcting me before the show, Jason and all this Rendon. Rendon. I don't know why. I, it's a Rendon. I that Italian. Well, I'm thinking the Dons of the Latino community. Well, actually, it depends. If you're down south, it's Rendon. Rendon. Yes, but up here Rendon. it's Rendon. You know, go figure. Rendon. I like it. And then we also have our fabulous Yay. guest host today, Sonara. Sonara. Hello. So excited to have you here today. I love, you have such a great perspective on everything. You Thank do. you. I love coming to the show. I have so much fun. This is the one thing I do for myself that is fun. I love that. <laughs> love that. We're here, well, we're here over at Gunnar Nordstrom's Gallery, which is directly across the way from um, Joey's. If you know the area, you're, I'm sure, quite familiar with Joey's. And uh, we have fabulous weather. Absolutely adore the fact that Bellevue is this beautiful sunshine, Jeez. heat, and all the doors and windows are opened. Um, Gunner got the whole deck area open for us, so anybody who wants to pop in, we have Black Bottle Postern who dropped off appetizers for our listeners who show up, and House Wine is pouring tonight. So it's beautiful. If you get a chance, pop in here. We are talking about opinions. So if you have one and you're in the area and you have an opinion about the topic of opinions, please pop in. We're more than happy to give you a mic. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, just let it go. <laughs> yeah, so those are coming in. Uh, Black Bottle dropped off a nice beef maro dish with salami and bread. They had some... Um, per, 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 huh? Prosciutto? Yes. What Why can I, I never say that? No, you said... You no, know, they were both on the plate. Oh, right. Yeah, that's and, just my favorite. And then we had the uh, tomatoes and olive oil with... Uh, They're stuffed with goat cheese. Isn't that gorgeous? I like that. For a really sunny day. And they're olives, yeah. So these are all new items to their menu that mm-hmm. they have added for their spring and summer happy hour menus. And if you haven't visited the Black Bottle yet, they are absolutely fabulous. They are Definitely. probably the most loved casual place in Bellevue. They fit in like a glove. They're at the base of Avalon Towers. And There's one in uh, Seattle, too. One in Seattle, too. Love it. Yep. They are, we love them. We absolutely love them. So today's show is brought to you by Coffee Mate and Gunnar Nordstrom's Galleries by Art. It makes you feel better. Swing by the gallery here and check out the Dr. Seuss art that is still hanging here, among other artists. He does a very eclectic grouping of different artists. I love everything from vases to statues to pictures. Love, love, love it. Yeah, don't forget to have Coffee Meat, add your flavor, and they're on Facebook.com at Coffee Meat USA. Love it. Okay, so it looks like we get to start our show off just the way we love to. Yes. Because we have the food here from uh, Black Bottle, and actually I was tasting the Pendulum 2008 Pinot Gris. We have had this before, and everybody's here at Apex. Uh, It's very, very nice. Well, and I thought this was a very a perfect pairing. I mean, uh, we will, you know, come back and revisit different wines depending on our different food sponsors. But I just thought that this was perfect with the olives and the um, goat cheese, stuffed yes. peppers, and all that. It's just very light, especially for such a beautiful day today. It definitely is very nice and hot. What do you think? It's excellent. Like I said, I think last week I'm not a big fan of Pinot Gris, but this one has a lot of body to it, which I like because most of the Pinot Gris I, I tend to right. think are really light. But on a day like today, where it's sunny and beautiful, this is like the perfect wine to have. It is so, so beautiful out there today. It was, and I went for a run this morning, so I feel justified to be able to eat and drink whatever I want. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so feel free to call into the show at 323-843-6090 if you would like to um, let us know what your opinion is while we're live. We broadcast live from 6 to 7 p.m., uh, and I've got everything up here, so we should be able to answer your call if you do call in. Opinions. Opinions. Okay, so today's show is Socially Savvy Topics of Conversation is Opinions. I've been working on this particular show for over three and a half weeks. Um, we did a, a short segment on kind of touching base on opinions and, and generalizing on it. And about a month ago, I was walking through the mall and uh, I had an epiphany. So epiphany? I, an epiphany. Yes, one of those real life slap you in the face. Oh my God, I can't believe I just did that. Epiphanies. So I went home and I looked up the the definition of opinion because one of the biggest problems we have as Americans is we use words and we don't use them to the extent of their descriptive what, what their what the original meaning was. 
we use them almost as slang, and, and that's about 90% of our vocabulary. We use it in a slang form. In other words, it's not true to its original definition. Good slang or bad slang? Mm, well, it depends. <laughs> okay. In this case, I think opinion is kind of not viewed properly. So the definition of opinion is a view or judgment formed about something not necessarily based on fact or knowledge. That right there caught my attention. Not necessarily hmm. based on fact or knowledge. knowledge. The second definition That's the is argumentative. You know that, right? Yes, very yeah. argumentative. <laughs> That's my opinion, damn it. Yes. Um, the second definition was the beliefs or views of a large number or majority of people about a particular thing. Hmm. Okay. I, I can I can get that. So today our culture prides itself on our opinions and the freedom to have them. Oh, Lord, but yes. are we taking it too far? And being socially savvy, the base for this is that people need to feel comfortable around you and want to be around you. So how can your opinions affect your socially savvy status? That's true. Let me tell you a quick story. So this is what kind of started this whole crux off for me. I was walking through the mall, and I don't typically get out of work to take any time. So it was a treat for me to be out and checking out different stores and what was going on. And I walked by this woman, and... I couldn't tell you the type of shoes she had on. I couldn't even tell you the color. But what I can tell you is I screwed up my face, and my first thought was, oh, my God, what the, and I stopped myself. And I realized the what the needed to be, what the hell, why am I thinking about this? Why, why do I need to have an opinion about her shoes? It dawned on me that it's completely absurd. Hmm. I have no business forming a judgment on somebody, and, and here's the, the joke, it's, it's not going to affect her. I mean, she's walking down the mall, she's living her life, she's probably went out and handpicked those shoes, loved those shoes, she's rocking them, she's feeling really good about them, and, and I have a bad attitude about them, why? It's your opinion. But at the same time, what I realized was just how little control I had over my own thoughts. It was not an opinion that I took time to make. In other words, I didn't look or consider the person. I didn't look at the circumstances. I didn't think about what was going on, you know, were they having a good day, were they having a bad day. I didn't think about anything other than my initial reaction, which was completely uncontrolled, and my brain was unmonitored. I had no control over what was going on with my brain, and I thought, that's messed up. I don't know. I think it's messed up. I right. ca- it kind of made me sick because I realized they they seemed happy. Why do I need to have an opinion about everything that everybody does or wears? True. Or and and here was the thing: as a culture, we feel like we have to have an opinion about everything. But here's what happens: if you are if your brain is untrained, how much time and space and energy are you wasting on having opinions about things that have nothing to do? Yeah, well, what if you have an opinion, but you have your filter on, you just kind of go, hmm, versus, man, what the hell are you wearing? I, and, and, and I get that, and I get the filter. Now, the filter is good, so we're going to talk about it later on the show. The filter is good, but you know, here's the point I wanted to, to talk about with you guys was how much energy are we wasting as a culture by not controlling the muscle that is our brain to not form opinions about things that have nothing to do with us. So, for instance, in that, you know, 10 seconds, what if I, it was a negative opinion, of course, obviously, but what if I had used that 10 seconds to generate something more positive? What does that do to your personality? I mean, I'm in the business of skincare. I screwed up my face. Every time you, you screw up your face, you're aging yourself. You're adding, you know, another crease. You're you're making yourself look bad. No, no, no. Wait a minute, though. But opinions can help out. Okay. No, so they like, can. No, Sonara, they can. she does a lot of fashion, so she can look at the girl with the shoes and kind of go, That's an educated opinion. We're talking no, what about... What if she's like, ooh, that's cool. I like what she did. That's awesome. That's an that's opinion, positive, too. But that's positive. That's positive reinforcement. We're talking so about... So what she's saying is that it's okay to spend time in positive opinions versus negative because the negative doesn't serve anyone, including Correct. yourself. Correct. Especially not yourself. Okay. Because then what... you're the only person who's spending negative energy. So the thing is that there's two different types of people. There's your personal opinion and things that we go about our day, and then there's people that get paid to give opinions, which is completely different. Correct. And in that case, then, you know, you kind of have to be tr- truth and honest about But it's also what under the think. approach. What's the difference between the positive opinion and then the negative opinion? So, like, well, we're talking about shoes. So, like, okay, that's a great outfit that works good versus 
Uh, I wouldn't have worn those two together. Is that a negative versus? No, oh my God! You, what you, yes, what you just did is the exact proper way. If you have yeah. an observation and you have an opinion that that is in direct opposition of what somebody else has already okay. followed through, your delivery was perfect. That's a fine line. It, yeah. it is a very fine line, and and you made a really good point, Sonara, in that it's coming from it from a positive point of view. You know, I don't think that I would have worn those two together. I'm not that mm-hmm. confident. Yeah. Or or what inspired, you know, anytime you want to find out, if, if it's a true opinion in what you're looking at from an education point of view and that you're not just spouting, you're not just throwing your... Knee-jerk reaction. Yeah. Exactly. If, if it's not a positive opinion, I think it's how you frame that opinion. I and totally I think what agree. you just did was a really good frame because... perfect. It was you supposed don't to be later to, on the show. <laughs> you don't want to offend people, right. but you also want to be honest about it. And I tried to be honest with people. And this is something I learned. I used to be sort of like totally brutally honest with people, and I had friends who tell me, well, you can be honest, but you can get rid of the brutal. And so right. since yeah. I was told that, I started to really be conscientious. Back off a little bit. You know, brutally honest brings up a really good point because you can be honest. Brutally honest is just an excuse to be rude. Yes. Without a filter. Now, if you want people to hear you, you have to find a way to say things in a manner that they are going to actually be able to hear you. So here's here's my point. If you're going to waste your energy and your breath, because our body labors for every breath that it takes. True that. If you're going to <laughs> expend that energy to stay, <laughs> to say an opinion, yes. then you want it to be heard. If you want it to be heard, it's all in the delivery. Oh, but yeah, this is what social. No, no. So again, you know, go back to the de- definition of socially savvy. It's being socially savvy means that people want to be around you and are comfortable around you. If you're spouting your opinion about everything, oh my God, did you see her okay, shoes? She cannot oh match her God. bag with her shoes. Oh my God, she just needs to go off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that is not that is not socially savvy because nobody wants to be around that. No, it's well, true. There are some, those. Some go people ahead. do because it's funny. And okay, that's because it makes us reality feel, TV but show. It also, yeah. But it's also because it makes us feel better about ourselves. It is so you know, people find I find that people do that because a lot of times they have their own self esteem issues. That I would have agree to work with that. Through. Yeah. So I think it's the folk. What I think what you're trying the topic is really around focuses on yourself. And yeah, what the opinions energy. do to you. But it's not just opinion. It's really, like, the more positive you are, the less negative opinions you will have. Because yeah. the better you feel about yourself, the better you feel about the world around you. That's interesting because we're sitting here in the gallery, and I'm sure gunners listen to people go, oh, my God, what the hell is that? Well, and you that know? was one of the interesting things because, you know, you, you make a great point. And art is the perfect oh, example yeah. of an opinion. And it, you when you walk into an art gallery... You have all different kinds of art that's in front of you. Some of it appeals to you. Some of it inspires you. Some of it you're like, completely don't get it. Yeah. But just like Sonara said, it's in the delivery. If 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 I'm standing next to somebody and they're talking about, oh my gosh, do you know, I love this contemporary painting. Don't you love the highlights of the colors and what the artist is trying to say? And it's completely escaping me. A very appropriate response for me to... I, I can get it. Don't, well, you can say that. That just... I don't know that that actually reflects so well on you. You're just nuts. I can just look at them and I can go, you know, this what this particular piece doesn't speak to me that way. That True. is, you know, there is a way in which you can assert that you have a different opinion without insulting the fact that they have a different taste than you do. And, and maybe asking some questions about what they like about that may actually make you see it in a different way. No, I, you know what? I love that because that's a really good point. I think a lot of times when we when we do a snap judgment and a snap opinion thought process, we're not taking into consideration anything but what has hit our brain in a less than 10 second thought process. Yeah. And we're taking it from our own filters. So right. And a lot of times we're either scared or we just don't know. And so like I, for the most part, I'm not a fan of modern art. Me neither. But I feel that if I spend some time with somebody like um, this gentleman, Gunner. Gunner, I might actually appreciate it because then I'll start to see things in a very different way. Like, well, you know, the reason this is done this way and this is a technique or something, that I might actually start to see things that I didn't see before because change, I didn't know. It changes per your age because um, for those that are listening, we had a conversation earlier about fashion in different ages. I cannot wear hip-hop clothes to save my life. 
<laughs> it just means like I have Sorry, to wear my I don't think anybody should. Yeah, well, <laughs> hat for I was gonna say oh, I, I don't think anybody can wear the baggy pants thing, but that's just me. I just don't think it's. What about parachute crazy. pants? You know what parachute pants? I think I think almost anybody can rock parachute pants. I think that's the attitude though. The clothes. If you don't have attitude, those clothes will wear you. But the you person yeah, makes the clothes. Yeah, I just don't think gunner parachute the, pants. I'm sorry. A suit maybe. Gunner's looking at us like really yeah. seriously. Red with snaps on the side didn't work. But uh, you know, and I really wanna I wa- I wanna confirm that you know we're talking about opinions. Right. The the whole thing about opinions is. We we are very fortunate to live in a nation where we have the freedom yes. to think and do what we want. Um, one of the reasons socially savvy has taken off the way it has is because there are no boundaries, and yep. people are struggling with that. Uh, how many times have you walked into a social event where you have no conceptual idea of what's expected of you? If you, I mean, I go into things, and I usually try to do some homework so I have some idea of what's going on. Oh, yeah. And we were talking about a particular event where I walked into an event. I called ahead. I said, what's the attire? They said, it's um, semi-formal. I brought a cocktail dress. I get out of the car. Um, we're in eastern Washington. I look at my son. And I said, is this appropriate? And he goes, eh. I brought a second outfit. I was glad that I did. You know, I had a certain attitude, a certain perception, a certain yes. opinion of what semi-formal is. But when you go east of the mountain, that opinion changes. Definitely. And just being aware, and I think our culture has gotten to the point where we we hinge so much on our freedom to have the opinion that we have lost control of the opinion. Yes, definitely. Just want to mention for us, we have an opinion, Cascade Ice, clean, crisp, delicious, experience guilt-free taste. Sodium-free, caffeine-free, gluten-free, free, fat-free. <laughs> Cascade Ice is available in three categories. Zero-calorie sparkling waters, which I love. I love those. Oh. Zero-calorie organic sparkling water and sparkling cocktail mixes. They do have a total of 31 great-tasting varieties. And they actually say great-tasting because they're actually really good. Oh, my I gosh. Love it. I you love it. Even can, their mixers are fabulous. You get a swag bag. They come down when you put one in there. And they're so delicious, especially on like on a Saturday morning or a Sunday morning nice just when cold. you're done. Oh, yeah. yes. And they're good for a mixer. So, and they're available everywhere. So pick them up at your gro- local grocery store. And I think eventually we'll have some over here. But We actually have a um, sponsor today. We have their lemonade as one of That's the good. beverages available for the listeners who showed up today. So, you know, hey, it'll be... And Sonara. Sonara, sorry. I want to call it Canara, but it's Sonara. I know. So both of you guys do events and whatnot. When is it not necessarily important to voice your opinion? When should you just kind of go, Shh, nothing? Mm-hmm. I say nothing? I'm going to let you go first. This is something I'm learning myself because as a New Yorker and as a Latina, I tend to just say exactly <laughs> what I feel. And poker face does not work for me. I don't have one. But I realize that, you know, I think, it says more about me when I ha- voice an opinion than it says about the person or the thing. So I'm trying really hard to moderate myself because uh-huh. I realize that for as much as I'm coming from a place of I'm not trying to gossip, I'm not trying to, it's just like a knee-jerk reaction or whatever, right. I think people were, are going to start thinking that, you know, Samara really has a lot of opinions about a lot of things, or <laughs> she really is bad-mouthing somebody, which I'm really is not my point. But So I've actually, it's something that I really have started to look at in the last few months, especially because I'm out and about more and working around. But I think that you should, for the most part, just keep it to yourself. And, and if they're close friends, if there's something that's really, you know, that you see that's bothering you maybe after the event if you want to share with a really close friend yeah but the other thing that you have to think about is that you don't know in the event who these, i mean sometimes you're just meeting people for the first time so you're given an impression if you're just i think opening your perfect. mouth so again i'm trying to it's the personal thing that i'm working on and only just because i can't help myself and it has nothing to do with the opinion but just with me just being a very honest person and i don't not right. i i don't know how to not be honest what's the difference between not necessarily voicing your opinion and sincering your opinion. Um, right? Hmm, that's a yeah. good point. You know, because you do want to sit there and say, you know what, Here, that, obvious, that outfit is awesome, but yet you don't want to go, oh my God. What, what, you know. Okay, here's a couple of things that I've learned over the last few years. One thing is positive reinforcement. 
enforcement. So when I find, like, there was this girl that goes to a lot of events around here. She has a beautiful body, beautiful body. But most of the times I feel like she's completely overexposed in how much she's celebrating what she's got. Which is great, but I'm like, there's there's, there's a time and a space for that. But I saw her at an event the other day. She looked really beautiful in a very demure dress. And I was like, oh, my God, you look so great in this dress. That was perfect. I didn't tell her, like, you can look beautiful. So you enforced the positive side of it. And so I did that. that. And then the other thing, one of the things I learned from Amalia, who we all love, is she says, you you just give people facts. So if they ask you an opinion and you don't want to, you just give them facts. Well, you know, they ask me about so-and-so. Well, you know, he's done this event and these are the facts. So you take away the opinion and then you let people form their own opinion. I like so that. So you're just giving them facts, mm-hmm. and you're not getting involved because everybody has the right to form their own opinion. And so I've been trying to do that as much as possible in terms of like, well, you know, this is what I have heard, and if it's something that I have heard, I would say I didn't, I didn't see it. I haven't, I haven't met this person, but these are the things that I have heard. You know, go. Why don't you go and do your own research on this person? See, I think that's a great approach to it because um, when you look at opinions, you know, when is it not necessary for you to voice your your opinion. Um, from my perspective, having attended, you know, a lot of events, a lot of times it's social. Uh, you know, I, I attend opens, I attend uh, nightclubs, I attend dinner parties. Those are places where people are usually going to just really release from the week and the day and what's going on, um, trying to get away from all the hectic because our everyday life is full of a lot of opinions there's a lot of expectation that comes along with our life and for me when it's not necessary to voice your opinion I I think you can anytime you're in a social setting where you're not intimate with the people that you know in other words um, you don't know something specific about them I think that's an okay time not to voice your opinion you can be, you can blanket it, and, and I love your the way you phrased it, where you go back to facts. I think that is perfect, and and I've done that several times where I go, somebody will say something and they'll voice an opinion. Uh, for instance, like a switch of what happened to me in the mall, where they'll say something. Oh my God, did you just see? Did you see her? She had those orange shoes on. They didn't quite match her shirt. And I'll I'll say something like. You know what? She she must have been really excited to wear those. Maybe they were a present from somebody. Taking a positive spin on it and and trying to to create something that gives it less of a negative connotation and more of a positive. And and for me, we're just really literally steering away from the opinion and the the negative connotation mm-hmm. that can come along with it. There's a couple of things I think that for people it's easier to talk about other people because they don't have anything to talk about. I think if you live in New York. Um, you cannot go to a social event without having read, like, the New York or the New York Times because that's what people talk about. They talk about I would things be that so are dead. <laughs> and it's the same thing in Europe. But, like, one of the things that we I find that we go to events here and the first thing that people ask you is, what do you do? You know, they ask you, what do you do? And you're sort of like, well, it, because they're trying to define you based on what you do. And that's one of the rudest questions, like, if you go to other cultures. Right. And for example, like, Eleanor Roosevelt says, great minds discuss ideas, average minds discuss events, and small minds discuss True. people. True. And yes. I think a lot Very of it is so. that. People that discuss people is because they have a lot of issues with themselves, and they don't have anything else to talk about. If you are a, a well-read person, yeah. if you have ideas you have that you in those social settings that's what you're talking about you're not talking about what is it that you do or look at that person you're talking about other things one of the things that i've also have learned over the last few months is again i have the standards for events and i would go in and i'd be like as soon as i walk in i'm like oh my god this is so bad yeah and because even though my standards are really high not everybody can live up to those standards and not only that it doesn't it doesn't serve the event and it doesn't serve the people around it so I decided to start focusing on the positive yeah and then I can go behind and talk to my friends or whoever and say well I didn't really appreciate this part but I really at the event because then it's actually if you start putting the event down while you're there then everybody around it starts noticing all the negative things about it and they start adding to it and you kill your own event and you kill the (laughs) event I mean you might so one of the things I'm focusing on is focusing on the positive at every single situation, even if I if the event is not my cup of tea or if I'm finding that it's not to the standards that I set. Right. So there's like a lot of different things going on. Well, and I think you make a really good point because if you take a look at just the, the pure demographics of, of people um, as a thought process, you know, the 
the phrase that 20% of the population supports 80% of the population, that's not just about um, fiscal. That's about motivation. That's about uplifting. Yes. That's about um, you know bringing people in, keeping them moving. And it's not to say that 80% of the population doesn't have the ability. It's just for whatever reason, there's a large percentage of people who are very happy to, to do things in a certain way, and they repeat it, and they repeat it, and they repeat it. Um, one of the best things that you can do, and it, it, they used to call it the 80-20 rule, but um, in doing some research, mm-hmm. it's actually a 60-20-20. 60% of the population gets to a certain standard, and they're happy there, and they will yes. continue to repeat that lifestyle. <laughs> exactly, complacency. Um, 20% of the population, which which fluctuates between that, that 80-20, that, that 60 to 80%, there is a 20% of the population that, for whatever reason, is striving for something more. That's the aspirational class. Yes, and 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 those are the ones that um, are are looking for answers when when you know we talk about things like opinions. They're looking to try to expand their thought process. They're looking to try to be um, a little bit more and a little bit less about themselves, and a little bit more about their surrounding, and trying to understand what it is that makes the twenty percent who they are. Now, you know, the twenty percent doesn't isn't all the presidents. It's not all those types of people. But those are just the people who are actively living their life and bringing others along yes. with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's where you really see that separation of opinion versus positive, negative, and uh, complacency. Yeah, complacency is not my favorite word word because I'm just I don't like complacency. I'm I not a don't mediocre. Like complacency not a mediocre. at all. And I think that's my problem that. I just kind of have to accept that there is people who are complacent, and I can't change them. So I think that's sort of the turnaround over the last year for me in terms well, of event found, and other things. Well, they found a way to be happy where they are. And if they're happy where they are, then you know what? And, and this comes right back to that whole opinion thing. Why do I need to have – why do I need to judge? Why do I need to have an opinion about them being happy where they are? If it doesn't affect their life, it's not going to affect mine. Absolutely. If I need if I need a, a higher standard, then I go out and actively look for the people who fit into the standard of what it is that I'm looking for at that time. My opinion, my opinion of them having um, being happy where they are and not living up to a certain standard doesn't suit either one of us. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think you just have to surround yourself with positive people, and I agree. you will change. I Your agree. attitude will change, and I think that's what's happened to me over the last. I sort of learned as well to sort of identify the people that are not so positive and it's not that I'm saying I want you completely out of my life because I don't believe in just shutting people down but I think just sort of minimizing where you're going to choose to put your energy just minimizing the exposure yeah no and I agree with that and one of our fabulous sponsors Pop Chips they're a perfect example of somebody taking a step above Um, a socially savvy favorite delicious all natural healthier that's Pop Chips when they said it couldn't be done they raised a snack bar and um, thanks to the magic of popping, they found a way to pop all the flavor in while keeping the fake stuff and more of half the fat of fried chips out. Yes. With 10 flavors, there's something for everyone. Find them at your grocery stores near you. Today, we're actually um, indulging in the Parmesan pop chips. And the jalapeno. Jalapeno, and we actually had a couple of the, the original spicy. flavor. That's really good. Yeah. I mean, I like them. So I do they're, they're a perfect example of somebody raising the bar. How far to take your opinion? When you're out socially, it's good not to let your opinions run away with you. Yeah, seriously. You know, the more public and open demographically your social event is, the less you should probably push your opinion. Unless, of course, your intention is to be left standing alone. <laughs> kind of. As different events mean different things on your opinion. Exactly. When and you're talking about a social event, I think you want to have a little bit more filter. Yes. If you're at a, a political event... I, I People expect you to bring your attitude. They expect you to bring your opinion. Now, and, and I really, really hate to say this, but if you're a Democrat and you're at a Republican um, event, you you're probably, <laughs> <go>. <laughs> probably going to get hurt. If you're a Republican at a demographic, you're uh, a, a Democratic event, you are definitely going to get hurt. There just comes a point where you have to realize that your opinion is not necessarily going to suit you well if you run amok with it. Well, but you try, I mean, I try to stay away from politics and religion as social events. You know, because you never know who you're going to offend. No, and I agree with that. And you know what other things you need to do? Uh, We we actually did a show about this, about talking. It's always been the standard, no politics, no um, religion. religion. 
Um, it's now gotten down to anything that has a, a, a very personal connotation. So pretty much anything relationship-wise. Mm-hmm. You just need to mm-hmm. not necessarily go there. Then you got we talked also about how to drive and steer those conversations out of the out of the deep end because you don't you know it, it's sometimes that happens okay fine and then sometimes you just have to kind of direct it to go a little opposite you know if you start going down that hill turn it back around just change the topic mm-hmm. <laughs> well and there you are can be really funny about it I think humor always sort of breaks everything so and, and find know, a funny way to to break to change the topic that yes. would be the well you know it's funny because the apex wine that we're drinking is called pendulum yes and pendulum is one of my favorite phrases and sometimes a pendulum you know obviously uh, denotes an extreme you go from one, one extreme to the other yes but when you do have somebody who's gone off the deep end and is, is talking in extreme how do you pull them back how do you um work them into coming off of like we've I mean, we're very fortunate. Gunnar Nordstrom's has allowed us to do the show here at his gallery, and he does several social events. He's like an epicenter yeah. of Bellevue. And we've seen several. We have a, a mutual a lot of association him, that has a tendency to be, um, I'm going to be as kind as I can, excessively oh. brash <laughs> in his opinion, um, unfiltered and unconcerning. He, he could really give a rat's butt about how you feel about it. He's going to say things the way he thinks. Is there a market for rats, but Yes, there yeah. is. <laughs> Just checking. Yes, and it usually requires many Band-Aids because you are eaten alive. But in, in dealing with those kinds of people, there are there is an art to swinging the conversation back. And my husband, who happens to be somewhat of a comedian, has a very good way with him. This guy gets on my nerves. I mean, like I, <laughs> I unfriended him. And not because you know, on a on a one on one basis he's not a nice guy. It's just his opinions run so amok that he actually makes you angry. <laughs> and my husband does exactly what you're saying, and he uses humor to redirect the conversation to something else. And I think that's a good you know if you can learn to do that because you are going to be in situations where you know something. Okay, so how many times has this happened? You're standing in a group of five or six people, and um, I'm going to use this particular demographic just because I know it happens all the time. It seems to be the hot topic. You have somebody who um, is gay, and you're standing there, and some <sighs> brute, some uh, person who has a very strong opinion about lifestyle and relationships starts talking, and they're unaware of this very nice person standing next to them and of their lifestyle choices. I can't tell you how many times where most of the time that person won't say anything, but their their right. feelings are still hurt. Right. Unintentional racism. Unintentional racism. racism. Or 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 you know, So here's a perfect example: is you you want to develop skills if you're going to be a socially savvy person, if you're going to be out in the public and you're attending a lot of events, you kind of want to gear your brain to a point where you can not just not be a problem, but that you can also help solve problems. Redirect, you Mm -hmm. know, um, talk about, I'll never forget, somebody did this particular scenario, and this is why it came to mind, and my comment was, well, have you ever seen them dressed? They could outdress you 10 to 1. That's you know, and it got a, it got a great laugh, and they had you know they had to agree. Well, you know, the metrosexual they do have a tendency to outdress me. I could probably learn something from them. Yep. There is a way of redirecting and getting away from that. And for my part, I will typically pull somebody aside, and and I've done this twice, and I've said, you know, do you realize? And they're and, and they're mortified because they didn't. Here's the thing. Don't be the person who's mortified. Don't say it. Yeah. That's when your opinions can hurt you. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it takes yeah. time to an introspective and awareness. I'm lucky I haven't had to have that. I, I think it's probably because I have so many gay friends that half of them are gay. <laughs> no. My my upraising um, with my husband being a true, honest to God cowboy. Like you could drop him in the middle of any mountains, he'd survive for 30 days, come out, and people would go, "Oh, there's just no way." I mean, That's he awesome. just. But um, a lot of, with a construction background and, and my father being a longshoreman, just a very harsher kind of environment and not as um, savvy, I guess, as, as the people that I had to be around sometimes. And um, I always have to look at my husband and admire his ability to use humor, like you were saying, to kind of skirt around some of those things because some people are just thoughtless. And I think that's where the opinions come in is you, you can, ha- if, if your brain, 
is going to form an opinion. You don't necessarily have to spew it. Absolutely. So the point Definitely. is, don't spew it out. <laughs> so the art here over at Gunners is awesome. There's a picture behind you that has all these famous girls from comics. And from the bottom, I see Natasha and Minnie Mouse and Mona Lisa and... Batgirl, Bat, no, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Supergirl. Supergirl. Wilma. Venus. You got everything. Who's Batman. the one? The Arm and Hammer Woman? Is that yeah. her? Yeah. Yes. Oh, no, who's that the was, one at the top, though? No, that was the... Uh, Mona Lisa? Rosie yeah. Riveter. Riveter. And that's Wonder Woman. Marilyn Monroe, the Mona Lisa. Who's is that ISIS? Of, is that ISIS yeah. in the corner over there? Yeah. Uh, one down? What about the one at the top? Yeah. Popeye's girlfriend? No, next to that's all. I didn't even know they had a the Wicked Queen. That's not Super. Where's Superwoman? That's Wonder Woman. No, Wonder Woman and Superwoman. Where's Superwoman? Oh, there she is. There she is. I know. I didn't even know they had it. And then you have Betty from the Flintstones. The Flintstones. So I, I think Wilma. Wilma. Oh no, you're right. That's Wilma. Natasha at the bottom. Pop art. I it's not listening. Up top. Okay. The far left. Top. Far left top. Next next to the The Olive eclectic, oil. the one that looks like a Mona Lisa, yeah. uh, that looks like a um, uh, Picasso, a big old mess up close, but looks really good from far away. Yeah. That was how, okay, so here, this is the, this is a, the, actually, you know, talking about this is a perfect example. So my first introduction to art, like formal introduction, was Gunnar Nordstrom's. I had never... Um, we had never really come into art museums. I didn't have any knowledge. I couldn't tell you uh, a, a neoclassic from a contemporary from, I don't even know what the words would be. And I came in here and I was looking around at different art. And I, in my particular way of saying is I like it or I don't. <laughs> and Gunnar is like the perfect art gallery owner because he's just very patient. You know, he obviously has studied art. He has opinions and loves art. But he is so gracious in just allowing each person to experience art in their own way, never judging, never forming opinions, and just allowing and actually escorting you through the process of enjoying the art. Yes. And and I think that makes a really good point when it comes to opinions. You can have opinions, but but what I caution people to do is not let them run your life and not let them rule your thoughts. Be be aware of what it is that's going on in your mind. And when it when it comes to sharing those with other people, be gracious. Be more of a host yes. with those opinions and, and help people to grow from those opinions instead of ripping them down. When we have time, I'd like to tell a story. <laughs> no, no, tell a story now. So um, I think the thing about negative opinions is that they limit us a lot. Um, I I'm much younger than my husband. He's about seven and a half years and um, older than me. And we used to go to all these events for his work. And I just kind of got would be quiet because I just didn't know them. They were much older and I just didn't feel comfortable and I never spoke to anybody. And he has this really good friend that he worked with who like had seen me at many of the events and then finally one day she actually talked to me. And she found that, you know, I went to a really good school, that I actually had opinions, <laughs> that I actually had a brain. That, you, that were justified. <laughs> that I had a brain. And so then, like, the next week, she went out to lunch with my husband. She's just like, oh, my God, Sonara is really smart. And he looked at her, and he said, what do you think, she was stupid? <laughs> but, you know, so this whole time, I've met this woman several times, and now we're really, really great friends. But she limited herself because I would just show up and look pretty and smile, and I didn't talk much, but that's because I was 20-something. They were all in their 30s, and I wasn't as confident. And it's just funny because, you know, we have such a great relationship now, but for years she never approached me because she had obviously formed an opinion about what kind of person I was. It didn't allow her to kind of get close to me. And so I always think that when you have a negative opinion or something, when you're forming opinions about people because... Most you're of it are based yourself. on our own yes. filter. Yes. They're not the reality, right? Yep. Your your thoughts are your reality. And so she just limited herself. And I'm so grateful because we've done so many things together. But it could have been something that it would have blossomed many years before that, you know? So you're no, just it's true. There's you a know. lot of people that you don't like that. Exactly. Who, you know, I'm kind of a, you know, free-going, lucky-go guy. I'm like, hey, what's Happy-go-lucky yeah. guy. Happy-go-lucky. Yep. Yeah. And then some people, when they finally get to know me, it's like, oh, you actually are down to earth. It's like, uh, yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> Hello, you know. 
I know. Or they have their own opinion, you we, know. And we get so cut up on what we look like. And I find that yes. the older I get, there's no such thing as a cool crowd. And this, it's just oh, like everybody God. is like whatever. And I'm like, it does. it's like cool whatever. Day. There's no such thing, actually, because everybody's cool in their own way. Well, what's the and yeah, and then we, you know, we, we especially in high school, we're so used to like compartmentalizing people. There's the jocks and there's this and there's that. And we go through our whole life just trying to put people in boxes. The whole yeah. time. And it's like if you break that, once you actually get to know people in a one-on-one, they're not like that. They're a variety of different things. They don't fit into one mold. I have learned that it is very difficult for me to throw a party, because a personal, like, private party, because my demographic of friends is so eclectic that when we do, um, and my son, my oldest son is the same way. We did his 16th birthday party. Mm-hmm. He actually was bouncing around from six different groups of people because they were so, high school. Mm-hmm. They were so focused on their group um, if it wasn't for my brother who was DJing the party who found a way to mix the music to bring everyone together, yep. it, it, they were all off in their own little world. And it taught me a lot watching the high school and reminding me that yeah. we do. We have a tendency, unless somebody pulls us together, unless somebody um, actively goes in with the thought process of bringing all these different minds together and appreciating them, yeah. we would just go off and do our own thing. Um and and so with that said, you know, the the next topic is when are your opinions hurting you? Yeah. A local and independent owner um company owner provided personalized service. Oops, sorry, I'm getting myself all whacked out. Um this takes some introspective and awareness. So here are some questions to ask yourself if you're out of control or if you're aware of what's going on. But before we do that, we have Black Bottle Posture in here. They are our food sponsor for tonight's show. And we're really excited because we have Hannah. Hannah! <laughs> we're so excited. Um, she's actually brought over some of the food from their new happy hour. And she's going to tell us a little bit about it because it is one of Bellevue's favorite casual spots to go, always packed out. That so, bread is amazing. Oh, the flatbread. Whatever that bread you brought. No, no, no. It was amazing. The, and their flatbreads are, you know what, and, and I'm sorry, but your broccoli is to <laughs> die for. <laughs> I am, our, our after party is over at your place, and I'm ordering yeah, the broccoli yeah. and the seven spice shrimp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the broccoli is um, Chef Durbin's um, alternative to French fries. You can kind of just. It's, oh my god, it is so good. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about um well, you know, so refresh our, our listeners about what the the philosophy behind Black Bottle is and what your new menu has. Yeah. So um Black Bottle's um menu is all about shared place. We do um everything served um kind of family style. It's um large to medium sized mostly. It comes out as it's prepared, so people can just um you know, you can consume um, a little or a lot. You can come with two people. You can come with 20. And um, it's just a really fun way to eat food. Um, I personally make everyone I'm with, no matter where I'm at, let me try some of what they're having. So this works out really well for me. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we are we are adding a few new items tomorrow, actually. And throughout the last um, few weeks, we've added some new items, which is exciting. Um, a couple of new seafood dishes. We've got um, this ling cod dish that's just amazing. Ooh. It's um, got this herb butter um, compote on there. We cook wow. it in um, cook it in parchment paper so the herb butter just melts into the cod. Oh wow! And then they saute a um, baby heirloom tomatoes, some spinach, and with that butter and some white wine, it's just really fresh. Um, it just really says spring and summer to me, um, just really healthy. Um, we've also got a new um, pin cove and manila, um, excuse me, pin cove clams with um, chorizo. Oh, I love the really clam. nice broth. Yeah, clam. and you get the spicy chorizo in there, so that's awesome. Is there a wine sauce with that? You know, it's. Um, I think there's a little bit of wine in there, but I believe it's... Um, I'm not 100% on that one. Okay, I was just curious because typically that's how <laughs> I've had it. If it's about wine or not. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm all about the wine. I'm so yeah, bad. Yeah, right? Put wine in anything and I'll order yeah. it. Yeah. Um, we've also got a really good um, octopus and fava bean salad. I just had that before. Mm. You oh, know, wow. Really good. Um, just really fresh. Um, and we've got this new dish that I haven't got to try yet either, um, but it's going to be stuffed calamari tubes, and then they do chicken fried tentacles. 
Oh my so like word! Like I said, I haven't got to try it yet, but um, it'll be on there tomorrow, so I'll know more tomorrow. But it's just going to be. We need really to come and do yummy. a show so we can do oh, yeah. taste all these on air. Yeah, bring them out. Exactly. I will be there tomorrow. You're welcome to come and do it. Um, and then we've we've added another salad. Um, it's got um chickpeas and um this really nice curry sauce and baby artichoke. So that's going to be really tasty. And then what I brought over today um, was our new cheese and charcuterie plate, which is really yummy. The bread's from uh, Macarena Bakery in Seattle. They're really good. Um, With the pears. There's a couple different kinds of cheeses. There's a drunken goat cheese, a pecorino, um, a camembert from Mount Townsend Dairy, couple of different um, meats from Zoe's Charcuterie in Seattle, which is really delicious. I love um, how you support all the local stuff. Yeah, we really try. Love Anytime that. we can, we really try and do that. Um, yeah, but it's... All, oh, the other thing that's amazing about that charcuterie plate is it's got um, the bone marrow on there is a um, ball Oh, my word. Okay. Marrow. I was, you know, I was kind of hesitant, but I'm such a meat eater, so the first thing I did was grab a piece of bread. I thought, you know, I'm going to be brave. Okay, yeah. So you have, to, you have to understand, I have very limited taste buds. I've had sure. to educate myself as an adult. Oh wow! The first the time flavor I ever just jumped. Saw You've the, never um, had beef marrow. I've never oh had beef marrow God. ever, ever, ever. Oh, the first time I ever saw it, it was is. on one of Anthony Bourdain's shows, and he and all these chefs from New York um, would just literally eat it like it was butter. You could, and, and that's what I was so putting. Good. I was putting exactly. on like it was butter, and I was grabbing some of the uh, prosciutto and putting mm-hmm. it on there. I was like, oh my gosh, I could make a sandwich. Yeah, <laughs> it's true, and you can. So there's that one, and then we also have um, these the these really yummy uh, goat cheese mousse stuffed pepidus, which are just kind of a, They're beautiful. a mild pepper, um, and then some marinated olives on there. They're just really great, really nice summer food. You can just kind of, um, you know, you can come in and just indulge do a little munching yeah. or really indulge. Yeah, so... Um, I love the and approach also, that your menu has in that, to me, it has more of a, um, a European style to it in that... It's not heavy food. Yeah, I could I could completely see coming in and eating six times a day at yeah. your place because of the way that the foods are prepared and the type mm-hmm. of foods. Yep, really rustic. Yeah, lots of options, um, which is fun. I like it because you can share. It's like we get the the last time we would go there, we get the shrimp. Yes, I the love head. the shrimp. Uh. I love the lamp, the tacos. Yeah. Oh, the, the, the buffalo ribs. Okay, Absolutely. never Wild had boar. had yeah. oh boar. I'm no, sorry, boar. never boar had ribs. those before. Yeah. Those were delicious. They're awesome. And then the, uh, house smoked. Yeah, broccoli, of course. Everybody gotta have the broccoli. Yeah, everybody needs to order. You know, you gotta have one plate well, of broccoli you, on the table. Yeah. You know what's nice about that though, and why it does take so long? In your offense, it's made to order. It's not sitting in it's nope. not sitting in a steam pan yeah. waiting nope. for you to order it. It's cooked exactly. to order. Every well, and order. one of the things that when I did a Yelp, my first Yelp on you guys, it was like. I still hadn't gotten the concept of who you guys were, and I was like, well, you know, the service is a little slow. After going a few times, and I went in and I, I redid my Yelp, it's, you have such a casual, laid-back atmosphere. Mm-hmm. It is everything you need to be laid back and relaxed when you because the food is going to come out in yeah. a pattern that is um, conducive to a laid-back atmosphere. Yeah. And so I caution people, don't come in there and be in a rush. If you're going to come in there, you just need to be able to enjoy the experience and yes. the relaxed nature and the flavor of the food and hearing the banter and the atmosphere. It is fabulous. It's fabulous. You always it's have to tell, you know, tell the waitstaff, you're the broccoli. It's made fresh. <laughs> right. Tight. I always tell yes. people there's a few things that are baked in the oven, and those yes. do take a little longer. And then, of course, if you've got a full restaurant and everybody's Oh, um, yeah, and you something. guys always have a full <laughs> restaurant. But, yeah. you know, I mean, you can come in, and if you, um, you know, you'd let us know that you're in a hurry, we could certainly get you out of there really quick. But it is part of the fun is yes, to, is. like, really sit down and, and um, you know, the the concept is unfussy, it's rustic, it's, it's just meant to be enjoyed without a lot of thought like you don't have yeah. to you know you just come in and just enjoy you don't yourself think about what have you're a glass wearing, of wine think about who you are with yeah. you just get to enjoy it it's really great yeah well it's and opinion we just free you can have an opinion it's reasonable for here in Bellevue <laughs> it is very, very reasonable. reasonable so if you're looking to show your friends something different and unique in Bellevue and you've done all the the, the typical mainstay you guys this place is a great just it's refreshing it's like a, yeah. a, a fresh a breath, a breath of fresh air yeah. it's true we think so too um, and we just, I was saying, we just opened, well, the patio is open now know, that so the weather excited. is nice. Yeah, so we've got a bunch of people sitting out there right I'm now. I'm hoping we can be there t- tonight. <laughs> yeah, please do. Come on over. So it's great. And, um, of course, we've got we've got happy hour from 3 to 6, and we've got these really yummy um, slices of pizza that are uh, two fifty. We've got oh, uh, drink specials. So that's nice, you know, because the menu is really designed um, 
it is a really value-driven menu. So mm-hmm. you can find something at a happy hour price any time of the night. Part, yeah. Really so good. you really, you know, you don't have to be, you know, going, oh, I, it's six o'clock. I've missed the, I've missed the deal. There's always oh, yeah. a value. Always There's something. always a deal. So that's really great. Well, that's one of the things that I first noticed about you because I remember when I first asked you about a happy hour, you guys didn't have one. Right. But your price point started at like $5 and $6. Yeah. So it's like, do they really need a happy well, hour? Well, that's what we thought. And, you know, we just kind of listened to the public and so many people kept asking for it and asking for it. So we, we did do a couple of, of, of drink specials during those three hours. Right. So so it's nice part of the game. We love it. Well, <laughs> yeah. thank you so You're much. Welcome. And we're very for excited. Me, we're yeah. going to be um, heading over there in a Good. little bit. And I'm going to race back over because we're just getting busy. <laughs> I know. You guys, it's perfect. The weather is like, yeah, hello. It is well, great. thank you so much, You're Hannah. welcome. Thanks for having me, you guys. Yeah. Take care. Yes. Okay, so um, Seattle Wine Exchange, your personalized wine service, a local independently owned company providing personalized service to wine enthusiasts. They specialize in creating unique wine events, providing personal wine consulting, and offering retail sales of superior quality wine, beer, and sake. Check them out at seattlewineexchange.com and at their blog, blog blog.seattlewineexchange.com. All righty. So um, we're going to touch base here a little bit on, uh, you know, we we start talking about when your opinions are hurting you. Here's a couple of questions to ask for yourself. Ask yourself if you're out and about to make sure you don't get out of control. Um, some of the do's uh, when you're out and doing the whole social thing, you have strong opinions. Uh, yes. Notice, do people leave when I voice my opinion? That's kind of a dead giveaway. Mm-hmm. Yes. I can't believe I actually have to mention it, but I have. I can't even tell you how many times I've watched somebody voice a very strong opinion and they go, well, where'd everybody go? And I just want to go, thunk. <laughs> Dude, seriously? Right. You, you you were obnoxious in your presentation. <laughs> and people will help you, though. They'll try to change the subject, and then you're like, I don't understand. You keep going. Yeah, if someone's trying to change the subject on you, that's a dead giveaway. Go with the flow. Go with the flow. Yes. Yeah. Agree. Okay, um, number one, or number two question. Am I screwing up my face in a negative expression? Which, by the way, adds wrinkles and makes you age faster and is not the desired side effect you want. We don't want that at all. If if you have an opinion and your first expression is to screw up your face, you know, wrinkle your nose and, and, and look like you just smelled a dirty sock, probably not an opinion you need to be having. Absolutely not. Probably not real healthy for you. Um. Number three, have I stopped getting invited to things? I, 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 I mean, if you get to a point where people stop asking you to come to the dinner parties or come to the social events, you might want to look in the mirror and go, is it something that I'm saying? Yep. I, 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 don't, I don't know what else to say about that. Well, it's actually funny because I used to get invited um, to the book club only because they always all the ladies felt I have very interesting opinions. So I had the opposite effect. Well, no, but that, that's good because you had interesting opinions when you have negative opinions that make people feel bad. Oh, okay. The, the thing about an opinion is, is if you're going to have an opinion, make sure that it is engaging to the people you're with. There's, there, let me reiterate. I know we've, said, we've talked a lot about you know, how opinions can be very negative, but opinions can also bring people together when you utilize it in a positive manner or in an engaging mm-hmm. manner. If you challenge people, so, so you, know, you can even ask the, the question, so what's your opinion on yeah. politics if you're in a closed group? What's your opinion yeah. on this art? If you engage people, now it's expected to be able to yeah. get, give some, yeah. some freedom to it. Well, one of the ways that you can engage people is by giving an opinion and then basing it some facts. Giving it some facts behind it to support that thought. So I think that's a good way to sort of, um, a way that you're going to get people to ask for your opinion is if you say, well, I think this. And the reason I think this is because their study has shown or think so you know, yeah, so exactly. there's some facts That's a great behind way your to opinion. Do it. it actually yes. goes beyond that and people respect it. Yes. I love that. Love that. Okay. Um, next one is, are the majority of the opinions I have dripping with negative impact or thought? Yeah. You know, if they are, you just need to, like, step out of it. I found a phone. You found a phone? I did. It's got a dog on it. <laughs> oh my God. Is that your a little dog? bit dog. No, it's probably it's probably one of our listeners' phones. Yeah. Oh. 
from dark. <laughs> we just found out today that we did not record this, so you get to listen to us live. So we're hoping that the the Tub Blog Talk Radio does That's its job okay. and yeah. actually completes it. Okay, so we are are running into our last few minutes, but I we're going to a couple of do's. I was going to say we've got some do's. What are the do's? For me, our do is is keep it positive. I love that. And uh, be open. Just be open to other people's opinion, but also to just people in general, because you never know. Especially in Seattle, this is a culture where... We are so eclectic. Well, it's not only that. Here's a culture where millionaires feel like they they can wear shorts and whatever they want. So if you're judging people based on what they're wearing, you can actually shoot yourself in the foot because you just never know who you're talking to. So just be don't open. Make a brush don't, make, don't make a judgment based on what they're wearing. Be open and be positive as much as you can. Just because you're being open doesn't mean you need to change your mind or change Absolutely your opinion. Absolutely not. Just be like, just be I hear open. what you say. Right. And, and again, it's about the presentation. Um, you know, one of my dues presentation. is... Presentation. Presentation. How Ooh. you present it. Um, one of my dues is retrain your brain. This is something that I've decided to do and I'm going to work on the next few months. Um, your brain is a muscle. And it, if you work it out, it's going to perform the way you want it to. Yes. So just like we train our muscles to to conform to the way we want our bodies to move, we, we, we actually train our bodies to breathe in a way that is functional for the different activities that we're doing. We want to do the same thing with our brain. We want to control that muscle. We want to work it out so that we're not wasting time, wasting space, having opinions and things pop into our brain that are unwanted or or um, unregulated. So did you do your socially challenge? Your socially one-week challenge? I did my socially. I do. We're doing the show. Well, there's going to be a show on the socially seven-day challenge. We're doing it in yes. two to three weeks. We're going to do a full show on that one. So those just quick, quick. Yes, no, please. Yourself, I love that. Everybody listening, give yourself one week and once time a day, wherever you meet, Say something positive. You know, look them in the eye. Yes, yes, definitely. I don't know about you. So I, we did that. We put this on the challenge on the Facebook page. One time a day, at least, if not two, if not five. Say, you know what? Thank you for your help. Thank you for your opinion. Thank you for helping me. But you know, look them in the eye. The key is looking in the eye. Yeah, and, and the whole purpose of this was is, is re- realizing that there are so many people in our everyday life that we start to take advantage of because they take such good care of us. And the seven-day challenge was created to um, create awareness to go and take that time, you know, to your garbage men. Leave them a little, you know, thank you bag of maybe some homemade cookies and say, you know, thanks for taking thanks for taking care of the weirdest part of my life. You yeah. know, go to your, your, your mailman and say, you know, thanks for always making sure I get my mail. Go to um, the, your favorite restaurant that take care of you every single day. Yelp them. Give them a great you? review. Yeah. It does. And and this is a perfect example of where your opinion can make a difference in other people's lives. So yeah. use your use that superpower yeah. in a positive way. It's amazing when I've gone to a restaurant and you walk in and the uh the host the you know, the the waitress is less than than sweet to you and then Appeasing. Yeah, oh, and then yeah. you sort of start really connecting <laughs> with her, like you ask her name. You just want to say thank Friend. you. And you see how they slowly start to come around because they realize... Okay, you're much better than I am because when a hostess treats me badly, the first thing I do is ask for the manager. (laughs) I've learned that a lot of it has to do because they've been dealing with a lot of crappy customers the whole day, so they've come to that point. That's true. If you're the one customer that can actually feel, like, make them feel appreciated, they turn around. And it's something that I've learned a lot, and I've seen it work over and over, so I started to use it more. Actually, I have, you're right, because I've looked at, there's there's people who are looking at me, and I'll just go, are you having a tough day? And yeah. it's amazing, you'll see them, they'll just like sigh, and they'll, oh my God, the customer. And sometimes, yeah. you know, this is occasions where sometimes you just have to let people vent, and, and, and their opinion's not going to hurt you. If you're on the receiving end, just let them be. Yeah, absolutely. Um, we've got just a few minutes, uh, about a minute and a half here, so we're going to skip past a couple of things here real quick, but we wanted to make sure that uh, we thanked Black Bottle Postern is uh, it's a casual tavern committed to great eating and drinking at fair prices. They were one of our fabulous sponsors today. Come to Group of Two or Intimate Evening for Two, located at 919 Bellevue, up corner of Avalon Towers, open at 3 p.m. every day to close. We're going to definitely have to finish the opinion show because we had much more information to oh, cover. Definitely. But we want to thank um, uh, some of our sponsors and to touch base that uh, we're very fortunate in that... Uh, 
we were able to approach and be a part of one of the new opens here in Bellevue, Bakes Place, a rich blend of live music and food and atmosphere. We will be interviewing both the owner and their um, executive chef. We want to thank our sponsors for the show today, Gunnar Nordstrom's Gallery, Prada Candy, Dr. Dennis Gross, Valentina Fragrances, Sweet Talk Wipes, Bellevue Nordstrom's Cosmetics, um, Gunnar Nordstrom's Gallery, Cascade Ice, Kind Bars, Pop Chips, and um, House Wine. Coffee Mate. Coffee Mate and Ape. So thank and you. And Seattle Wine Country. I'm sorry. WinvilleWineCountry.com. Check them out for all the events that are coming up. Have a socially savvy week, and we'll catch you next week. Take care. Ciao. Bye-bye.